Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News podcast, and this is episode 77 for the week of June 2nd, 2019. And I'm happy to welcome back my co-host, Katie. Katie, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. Living the dream. How are you? I'm doing well. Not too bad. We've we missed you on the, the news episodes these past couple weeks, but I'm excited to have you back. Yes, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, so you, would you decide to take a like a weekend off of the lake and stuff? Yeah, it's being up at the lake. I don't have too good of reception or service, and so I've kind of been taking those weekends just to kind of unwind and unplug from social media and everything. So it's been pretty nice, but I miss doing my podcast. So I'm glad I'm finally be able to be on this one today. <laughs> no, no, we're happy to have you back. It's always it's fun having you to, to converse with you and talk about all the Disney news. So, uh, but yeah, I, I can't agree more with uh, disconnecting from social media. I've done that f- uh, for a little bit for the past week. Uh, I haven't really posted too much um, on social media. I've just, yeah, I just kind of had to take a step back a little bit. So, but I'm still doing the podcast, which is great. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so so it's kind of a weird coincidence, but this episode is episode 77, and we totally planned this. Uh, <laughs> it also lines up with the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which you guys know Star Wars originally opened in 1977. So, uh, But it is here. Galaxy's Edge is here in a big way. And no, no joke, I, this is completely true. All of my dreams last night was me and Galaxy's Edge. I'm not I I swear it was like me just roaming around. Oh my gosh. Um, it's yeah, it, it was I woke up I'm like that's so weird. It's yeah, it was my, I'm not going to go into my dreams and what I did or anything like that. No <laughs> no one wants to listen to what anyone talked about or what happened in their dreams, but yeah, it's just been it was on my mind all day yesterday. I've been doing my best not to look at like uh, videos or anything like that. Oh my gosh, really? I can't stop watching. <laughs> oh, I, well, I, I'm trying to be surprised by the time I walk I walk into the park. So I just, I I want to, when I walk in, I want it to be like a kind of a fresh experience. And I want to mm. see all the little details. I mean, I see like photos and stuff like that of like some of the bigger things. But when I walk in, I just want to, I don't want to know a lot. I want to make sure... It's the magic is like preserved for me and everything like that. But uh, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? So you, you say you're watching a lot of videos on it? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I am living vicariously through everyone. <laughs> this has been, it's been great. Um, and I think I understand your point. Yes. I want it to be, you know, wide open, new experience for me. Um, and I realize that there's going to be very, they're very similar for what they're doing in Disneyland versus Disney world. So maybe when it opens in, uh, the fall in Disney world, maybe then I'll try to stay more away since I will actually be experiencing this. But since I know that I'm not going to be able to experience Disneyland's galaxy edge anytime soon, I am just living for everyone's posts and videos and lives and oh gosh, it's been it's been cool just to hear about everyone's cool experiences and it, the biggest thing right now I'm hearing is just the level of detail which we knew going into it, but I think even knowing how detailed and specific this land is, I think it's still blowing everyone away, and it ugh, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, people are absolutely just loving it. People are crying. And honestly, like, it seems like Disney has really managed this thing pretty well. Um, because, like, I've been, I downloaded the Disneyland app because I wanted to check the wait time for <laughs> uh, Smuggler's Run. And I wanted to see it. And throughout the entire day, it, like, it ver the very first thing in the morning, it was 90 minutes. But then I saw it at like 40 minutes, but at like midday. And then after that, uh, it was like 20 minutes, like a 20 what? minute wait time. And then at like six, six, six seven o'clock, I saw it at five minutes, five -uh. minutes. I swear, I swear. I was checking it all day long. I was like a madman. I was like, uh, what is this true? <laughs> but from what I've been reading is the biggest wait has been Oga's Cantina. People have been really? want, yeah. People have been want because it's so small. You can't. There's not a lot of people that can go in there. The biggest wait is for Oga's Cantina, and I mean, I don't blame them because like that that looks amazing. I want to see DJ uh, Rex um, spin his tunes in there and listen to that. But uh, yeah, it's it, to me, it's I, Disney seems like they really have this very well managed, and I think they set a great expectation of. Not allowing a lot of people into the park. I mean, there's still a good amount of people there, but like you're not seeing three-hour wait times for Smuggler's Run, which is phenomenal. So yeah, I think it's really cool, and I think I was very interested to see how the reservation-style um, access to the area would work. And from what I've heard, it's super easy to get your band. It's super easy to just go in on your time. And like you said, yeah, wait times aren't that bad. Um, one person I saw was even like videoing as she was standing in line and she just kept saying wow we're still moving we're just moving this is going so quickly so i think not allowing that mad rush to you know everything was probably a really smart idea and i think it really paid off yeah I th another factor that goes into it is that there's no fast pass line mm -hmm. uh, and the fast pass line is really what makes your standby line go um slow because yes. like you have to they allow more fast pass people in because they have to accommodate them so like yeah when you don't have a fast pass queue the standby line goes by pretty quickly like you because yeah. you're always going to be moving like in disney world or i mean in disneyland like in the standby queue it seems like you're there for a really long time but yeah she was moving because that's the only line there is so they're just going to keep allowing people to go yeah it's um, true uh, but yeah, I've heard nothing but just great things about it. Uh, the one thing I do want to bring up that is, it's not negative. Uh, I mean, it, but it uh, to me, it's what I was actually looking forward to most. So as you know, I'm really big into the sounds of Disney World and I love music. That's why I always play music on the, the podcast. I always, I love the Disney parks music. 
and there was a great article. I'll have to uh, I'll have to uh, link it in the show notes today. But on micechat.com, they had an opinion piece saying it's titled "Galaxy's Edge is missing one crucial element, and that's music. There's not a lot of music that <clears throat> plays throughout the park. Um, uh, they're, they're, they were saying that they're not using the music to its full advantage to anchor this new space into the Star Wars universe. Uh, so, yeah, it's that's a little disappointing because, like, the, the Star Wars music is just so iconic. I mean, I understand they want to make it sound like a spaceport and you're not really going to be listening to... You're not going to really hear music as I, I guess you walk around. I mean, I haven't listened to enough video yet to really, like... Or I've watched enough video yet to really understand, like, what's going on. Um if there is a lot of music or not so i don't know that's just one thing and i've talked about the the podcast uh window to the magic he's gonna he was there yesterday the 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 host and he recorded his entire like walkthrough so he's posting audio on monday from this so i'm actually gonna listen to it only because like i'm not seeing things like (laughs) i want to be surprised by that but i'm gonna listen to the audio and kind of see for myself like okay is music really not here so that's a little disappointing to me that it's not part of the land so i don't know how you feel about it yeah i wonder why they did that i was i'm trying to think through their reasoning because everywhere else you go there's always background area loop music going on and my thought my initial thinking is that so Star Wars Land, you're supposed to be actually in Batuu, right? So you're supposed to be in this land. And if you think about it, in normal life, as you walk around, you're not hearing music coming from random shopping centers or whatever, you know? So maybe their reasoning was just because they want to make it as real as possible, as if you really are on this planet or on the star or in this area or in this shopping center or whatever. Um, but yeah, it, I didn't, I hadn't heard that in... Now I'm really interested to go back and see if there really is just no background music. I'm sure there's enough commotion out everywhere else, but <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, but besides that, everyone's super positive on it. Uh, everyone's loving it. So, but I'm kind of curious. Like, it's been four, almost four years since it was first announced. So it was announced in at D23 in August of 2019. Like, do you remember? Like, do you remember when you first heard about it? Like, do you remember your thoughts on it? How you felt? I don't know how ingrained you were with the Disney community at this time. I don't know if that's what I forget what year you did your um, your college program. But yeah, um, so I did my college program in 2014, and this was announced. When was this announced? 20 Officially? August of 2015 at the 15. Okay, Expo. 15. Yeah, so it it was announced right after the year after. And to be honest. I was not super into the Disney community um, as I am now. That's only been a year or so now. Um, And I was just starting, if not hadn't even started getting into Star Wars itself yet. Um, So I don't, I don't remember hearing about it, honestly, when it first came out. I don't, I I don't know. It probably just didn't click with me as much because I probably, I really first started hearing about this probably, I don't know, a year or two ago when it was, you know, actually being built and people were getting hyped about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess I didn't realize it was announced so long ago. Yeah, no, it was like a, it was a pretty big moment. I remember I was actually coincidentally enough, I was on a adventures by Disney trip when it was announced. I was oh, over, fun. yeah, I was over in Spain. So I think it was, 
uh, it was nighttime and I was like lying in bed and I was kind of jet lagged and I couldn't sleep. So it was late at night and I remember like seeing the information come in and I was like stunned. I was like, whoa. I just remember being like shocked. I, I mean, I don't have, I have vague memories, but I just remember being shocked and I was just so excited to finally see like Star Wars land coming. I mean, since Disney had bought Lucasfilm in 2012, we kind of anticipated that this was going to happen. And just to, just to see that this was like, it's finally here and it's everything everyone ever wanted mm -hmm. um, uh, is just like a huge achievement for Disney. Um, and I, just, I don't know, I'm, I'm still kind of in shock and awe that this, is, this thing is, is finally here and everyone's super happy about it. And we still have the Rise of the Resistance ride that's coming up uh, later this year. So that'll be another fun thing to look forward to. And... We still have Disney's opening, like you said, end of August. So we have mm -hmm. Disney's opening, or Disney World's opening for it. I mean, um, but yeah, so it's here. It is here, and uh, we're gonna have some firsthand experiences in the in the the coming weeks about the, uh, what happened on um, their time visiting the planet of Batu. So should be fun. But uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, before we kind of move on, any any last thoughts? Because, again, this is uh, four years in the making, and it's the biggest thing Dis the Disney Parks has ever done is, is here. So. Yeah, it's definitely a long time coming, but it's here. And like you said, everyone's expectations are still being blown away. And that's it's such a, it's such a big thing because you, you want to go in there with high expectations, and you're always worried that, you know, you're, since we have been waiting for so long, you don't want to be disappointed or you make so much of it in your mind and it's just it's really really awesome to see it actually living up to and even exceeding everyone's expectations it's it's so cool it's that disney magic man love it <laughs> yeah yeah i it's it's been so hard not to like uh visit disneyland this summer it's mm -hmm. my my buddy he lives like 20 minutes outside of anaheim and i could easily just like crash with him for a weekend but so I've been looking at flights. I've been looking at flights. I don't know <laughs> if I'll do it, but uh, I'm I'm gonna see if I can maybe find a deal and maybe visit Disneyland for one day after. Oh like, God! I know. I, I would love to do that. Yeah, it's uh, a dream. I know. I'm thinking about it. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. But um, but cool. All right. Well, let's, let's kind of move on from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, before we get into the news, I want to share an experience I had uh, this past week with the new Magic Bands. So we kind of talked about how when you're booking and, or when you're planning a Walt Disney World vacation, after you book it, uh, you have like your tickets, you get to set up your Magic Bands. And Katie, you remember how uh, you used to set up your Magic Bands, correct? Yes. Okay, so for to, to kind of refresh everyone, you used to have to go into the My Disney Experience, either the app or the, um, the website. I usually do it on the website. I don't think I've ever done it through the app. Yeah, same. Yes, it's just easier on the website. But uh, so yeah, so on the website you get to choose like the the color of the magic band for free. There's no charge at all. You get to choose a magic band, and you could change the color uh, as many times as you want, up to I think it's like three weeks or something, like a month before your vacation. Um, do you remember how long you had to do it before you, yeah, you it's left? Yeah, it's, it's usually about a month. Yeah, because they wanted to make sure they could ship them to you in time ship, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So that was the old experience. You, you could change it anytime you want. You could change the color. You could do whatever you want. 
Um, and now Disney has released those new Magic Bands where when, you, when you're doing the process, you can buy like a special edition Magic Band. So they have like 30, 30 I think like 30 options to choose from. They still have the free ones, so you don't spend any money there. Um, but they have the options. So I, I, I was ch- looking through them. The new, they have, it's a whole new experience now. Uh, for I mean, it's, it's similar, but it's, it's newer. Um, uh, there's, so I, I decided to choose the Pirates of the Caribbean one. So I'm doing it. So it's me and my wife and my two friends that are, that I had to pick magic bands for. Um, so I picked the, I picked the Pirates of the Caribbean one. And then I picked the, 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 uh, the three, the, uh, for the three of my friends, I just picked, uh, just plain colors like red, yellow, orange. And I was like, you know, what? I'll talk to them later to see if they want special ones. Uh, for now, I'll buy mine, and then I'll, I'll get them the colors that they wanted. And if they want a a discounted price, I'll I'll do it, uh, or one of the discounted Magic Bands. I'll I'll ask them. Um, so I went ahead and I like put through the order because you have to pay. It's ten dollars for the Magic Bands. So I, I went. That's not bad. Yeah, it was yeah, it was very reasonable. Instead of like twenty four bucks, it's 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 ten dollars. Um, so I went through it, I did the process, and then when I put when I made the order, I got like another e- uh, email saying like, oh, shipping ha- has come th- is 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 gonna happen. It's being shipped. I'm like, oh, it's it's being shipped already. I was I was like, okay. And then finally, like uh, this past week, I got it in the mail, and I was like, wow, my magic bands are here already. So it's the pirates one and then the three colors i'm like well i didn't get the i didn't get a chance to ask my friends um oh. yeah like what like what exactly was happening so um i was kind of like bummed out about that and i was also kind of upset because like ah, my friends didn't get a chance to like to try to pick one out so um my dog i don't know if you hear my dog he is whining <laughs> in the background jasper well he's really sad about the magic band i know he is he is really sad but um, <laughs> I'll have to take him upstairs. But um, you know what, guys? While I deal with this, I'm gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break so I can manage my dog because uh, he <laughs> he's really upset about these magic bands. So uh, give me a sec. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Enjoy this Star Wars music. And we are back. Sorry about that uh, that little interruption, but uh, so le- yeah. So let me kind of kind of go into part two. So this is where it gets like a little interesting now. So I actually uh, I called Disney. I, I I waited for like an hour and a half. Like it was in the morning. I I didn't. I couldn't understand why the Disney fault lines just you take so long to get through. I guess so many people are calling. It was probably my. Uh, it probably shouldn't have because it was in the morning, and I'm sure everyone's trying to call about fast passes and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. bright and early in the morning. But yeah, I probably recommend don't call early in the morning. But <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I ended up I ended up calling Disney because I was like, what like what could be done about this? Because like, do am I just stuck with these now? And so pretty much Disney told me that with their new system, you can only pick Magic Bands once. 
if you if you were to um, buy one of the, the the discounted ones, as far as I know, if you were to buy one of the discounted ones, you can only you can only pick it once. So once you 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 do that, they're going to ship them out to you. Now they're doing this mostly because of resellers. They don't want people coming in, changing their magic bands, and buying like these discounted magic bands and then reselling them for like a big profit. And I was kind of shocked that the Disney rep told me that. Um, but yeah, she had mentioned that she was saying, yeah, we don't want people to go in and try to s switch things up and get new ones and buy buy them for $10 and then go ahead and, and sell them. So uh, I was a little surprised by that, which was crazy. But I just want to let all of you know out there my experience that that I had with with that because I don't want you to order your magic bands and like think you can change it later because uh, you can't. This is if you're buying the the one of the discounted magic bands. So I'm not sure what exactly will happen if you just buy all of the colored magic bands, um, like 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 the free ones. If you are able to change those in the future, I don't know. But if anyone does do that, kind of write me in and we'll we'll see what happens. But I don't know, Katie, what are your thoughts on this this new process? I mean, I, I guess I get it, but so what, how long after um, you, you made your reservations did you go in and pick your magic bands? Like, did you do that right away or did you, like, do you have to pick it right away or as soon as you go into it, you have to choose right then and there? You can't, or how does that work? I guess I'm confused. So what happened was I, I made my reservations, um... I guess it was almost over a month ago now. Like mm -hmm. when I when we got our hotel room, uh, I put it. I linked it with my Disney experience, and then we got the tickets, and I linked that with my Disney experience. And that was like well over a month ago now. Uh, oh, wow, maybe two months. I can't. Yeah, it was almost two months ago now. Yeah, it was like April second. I I remember now. Um, and then bef this was well before the discounted Magic Bands came out. I picked the 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 free ones, the colored ones. Like I was able mm -hmm. to choose Magic Bands right then and there. Uh, and then when I went back into it after the discounted Magic Bands came out, I went back in and I had to re-choose the, the bands. And it's a, it's a brand new um, user interface. Oh, there goes my dog again. <laughs> uh, it's like a brand new user interface that had come out on the website. Uh, so it's you still choose it, but it just it looks very different. Gotcha. Um, and then I went in and, and re-chose them. And then, yeah, I got the the... The confirmation that and that it was being shipped. So, um, okay, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, so just kind of warning people that like this, it, you have one one shot to <laughs> to do this. Like once you pick your magic bands, you can't change them. Like in in the old days. So, um, at least when it comes to discounted magic bands. Now, do you still have up until a month to choose, or do the, does it tell you that you have to choose sooner? No, you still have up until a month to choose that those that rules is still there. You um, you can take as long as you want, but they're just going to ship them out to you right away. So I was that's gotcha. why I was shocked because I was I got them in the mail and I was like, oh, okay, this is uh, very far in advance. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. well, interesting. I get it. They don't want to be resold. I I see that a lot. Um, everyone is being. You know, getting like those magnets and every annual pass holder and you know, special, you know, festival specific merchandise and things and reselling it. And 
I can only imagine Disney gets very annoyed at that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's why they crack. I, we talked about this. Uh, I, th- I don't know if you were on the show at the time, but yeah, Disney has tried to been really cracking down on resellers, especially like in Disneyland. Like mm-hmm. they were revoking annual passes from people. Like it, it was, oh. yeah, it was. I, I don't remember the entire article, but yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty big thing. Uh, like a few months back, maybe back late. <laughs> excuse me, late 2018. Uh, yeah, Disney was talking about revoking annual passes if they see all these like resellers and stuff up up there. So, uh, but yeah, so again, I just want to talk about that, let you guys know a firsthand experience with the new discounted Magic Bands. I mean, my Pirates of the Caribbean one looks dope. I'm not gonna lie, it looks really cool. <laughs> There's some really cool um, designs out there. So, uh, but yeah, so that's that, and now. It is time for the news. We don't have a lot of a... um, Yeah, we don't have a lot of news. Just three news stories for you today. Um, So, Katie, what do we got? All right. So, we are going to start with uh, resort news. Um, So, we all know that Disney's Coronado Springs Resort is getting a huge, massive changeover. They're adding the new tower... Um, and it's just completely transforming that resort. So the new Grand Destino Tower, it's actually opening really soon. I'm really excited. It's going to be opening in July. Um, And with this new tower, they're also opening up three more restaurants. Um, So we knew that there was more dining experiences coming, but I don't think that they had released the names or the menus or anything like that. Um, So they just released that. So the main one, you're going to have a new table service dining experience on the lake. Uh, it's going to be Three Bridges Bar and Grill. Um, and looking at this, it looks pretty, it looks like your pretty average table service. You're going to have sandwiches on um, shared plates, entrees like salads and tacos, steak, lamb chops, burgers, chicken sliders. You know, you're pretty, it looks like, it seems like it's a pretty wide variety. And of course, you'll be able to get your churros there and Mickey uh, desserts. Um, they'll have some house-made sangria, craft beer, wines over from Spain and California, and of course, uh, a bunch of family-friendly non-alcoholic beverages as well. So it seems like a pretty casual, more uh, table experience. going to be in the middle of the lake. Yeah. Um, this is What's really cool about this is that, so I think one of the biggest complaints about Coronado Springs is that you don't, it was always such a far walk to get from like mm-hmm. one end of the resort to the other. So like... It's great because they have this this um, the restaurant out on the lake and it's connected by all these bridges. So now you can kind of cross the lake so you don't have as far as a walk. So that's a big, big bonus as well. Yeah, it's awesome because Coronado is a huge resort. It's gigantic. And now they're adding this tower and it's making it even larger. Um, but you're right. It does take forever to walk anywhere. We would say I've stayed there quite a few times. Um, we would stay there when I was growing up with my family. We'd like to stay at the Coronado a lot. Um and I just, yeah, I just remember always having to walk so far to get anywhere, either to the pool or to the um, the quick service area that they have. But yeah, so now having this Three Bridges Barn Grill in the center of the lake opens up or cuts back on the time it takes to walk anywhere. So it's going to be really, it's really neat looking and I like the idea of it. So hopefully, I, I don't know, I, I haven't seen too many pictures come out from it. Have you? Yeah, no, it looks it looks really awesome. So um, it's it, I mean it's a lakefront restaurant, so you're gonna have really great views of the resort and of the tower. Um, so I think it's gonna be pretty gorgeous. I assume there's gonna be windows everywhere. So yeah, very fun. So that's that's the first one they announced, um, and then they're gonna have a couple lounges as well that sound like they're gonna be more focused on you know small plates, top 
sofas and, and that kind of thing. So on the new tower, there's going to be a rooftop lounge called the Delilah or De Dahlia? Dahlia. Dahlia Lounge? Dahlia, Dahlia Lounge. Okay. Yep. Dahlia Lounge on the rooftop. Um, and there are going to be uh, more specialty cocktails that are being made by mixologists, um, wines that can be hand selected by the resident master sommelier um, and then of course your smaller plates and tapas and I know we've talked about tapas before I like tapas dining um, it gives I think it gives you a bigger variety of what you can try because you can try multiple different things and just stick instead of just sticking with the one entree so the Dahlia lounge sounds awesome and I'm sure that's going to give you even more great views being at the top of the new tower um, so that one sounds really fun what do you think about that one yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. Um, my I I know I said this on the past, but in, on our trip in November, my two friends are staying in the tower. Uh, there's another couple that'll be staying in the tower. So if they're there, I am for sure stopping by this hotel and checking this out. And uh, right now, we do have a reservation at Toledo. I don't know if we're gonna keep it because I'm not sure if everyone wants to do it. But I I put it there just to like have something. So Toledo is the restaurant that's right next to the Dahlia Lounge. So I'm sure if we go to Toledo, we're going to go to this lounge. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. And uh, it's, I don't know, pumped. I, I mean, I think you're, you're going to get some great views. So Yeah. I can only imagine just going there right at sunset or something like that. That's got to be really cool. For sure. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. But yeah, and then the last one that they announced is the Barcelona Lounge, and that's going to be in the lower lobby of the Grandesino Tower. Um, and this is going to be more eclectic patterns and colors inspired by the Barcelona aesthetic in Spain. Um, it's going to offer European coffee experiences, as well as Spanish and classic American pastries, breakfast items that are going to be available throughout the day. Um, and then in the afternoon, it's going to transition into more of an artisanal cocktail bar, which you can get, you know, wines, beers, and other small plates. Um, so this one seems pretty cool. It seems a little bit, um, it seems different than the other ones, you know, with the more Barcelona feel, um, different patterns and colors and bright popping everything. And if that one, sound, I think this one actually sounds the cool to me yeah no definitely and i don't know if you're um i don't know if you're familiar with the work of uh, gaudi or gaudi he's mm -hmm. the uh, so he's an architect that was fa that's famous in barcelona he's he's the one that like designed the beautiful church la sagrada de familia uh mm. there's park gruel um like you know the i think this is what you know the, the phrase uh oh that's so gaudy like something that's like really just like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, you know what I'm talking about, where like something's just like yeah. it's too much, it's kind of a little over the top, or like too fancy. I think that's that phrase came from him because like the his architecture, um, when he built it back in like the early 1900s, it was just like too out there. It was like it was it, it was it was too much. People didn't really get it. And it was just kind of over the top, but now people love it. Like if you look up uh, Gaudi uh, Barcelona, you'll see all of his like famous architecture there. So I'm assuming, I don't think we saw any images of this yet, but I'm assuming that's what this Barcelona lounge would look like because like mm -hmm. that's what, when you think of Barcelona, it's after him. So like there's just, he has tons of houses and apartments throughout the city and they're just like very wildly designed. So if it's, if they're not, inspired by him i'm gonna be a little little disappointed so oh yeah I, I just googled really fast to kind of get an idea and you're right this is crazy it's all crazy architecture and 
bright colors. I yeah. love it. Oh, I hope it is. That's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. I'm really terrible at describing art. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, just, just search a uh, Gaudi Barcelona I mean, you'll get a sense, but yeah, hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that they, they, they use him as inspiration for this lounge. So. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, it should be cool. So all of these are opening up in July, um, with the tower opening. So should be pretty fun. You can see all the full menus at Disney on Disney's website. So I will definitely be taking a closer look at those, uh, menus because I can't wait to see, especially the fun, uh, especially cocktails with mixologists. Those are always cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Disney released a lot of uh, a lot of the information about the different the the foods and beverages that'll be there. There's images up there. Um, I did again. I don't I'm, I don't really want to go through all of that here on the show anymore. But uh, it's it's all there, and the menus will definitely be released soon because again, this is opening up in like a month and a half. So I think July 16th or something like that. I forget the exact opening mm-hmm. date, but uh, it's coming very soon. So it's almost there. Very cool. Yep. Uh, cool. So let's move on to the next one. This one is not too big, but um, for the first time, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park and Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park will they'll have um, photo pass opportunities uh, at select locations, and there will also be some character experience around the water parks. So this is actually only happening between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Um, so this. I'm pretty sure this hasn't been done before. Do you know if they've ever had PhotoPass within the water parks before? I don't think so. Not that I can ever remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I'm pretty sure that they had said this was the first time. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I. I mean, I. I feel like a lot of people might not be comfortable with with this. I mean, of course, if you don't want to do the PhotoPass, like you absolutely don't have to, but. I don't, I'm not sure if this is something I would take advantage of. I don't, I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, so I I hate water parks, like, with a passion. I really <laughs> just don't like water parks. <laughs> I hate water slides. They freak me out. Um, I, I mean, I've been to both of these, and they, they're they're cool parks. But, yeah, I, I would like it to be able to see characters. Um, but as far as just capturing, you know, like, ride photos are my first thing I think of. Like, uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I'm good. (laughs) I'm just not, I don't, I just don't like water parks. So I'm not going to really be affected by this at all because I don't go to water parks anymore um, for the most part. So I don't know. It's cool that they're going to have more character experiences though because I I don't think that they really had too many meet and greet options or opportunities at the water parks. Not that I can remember. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm not as familiar with the water parks as I should be anymore, but yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, yeah so should that should be cool for the characters, at least a new thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll have like the characters dressed up in like swimsuit outfits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so this is happening from just between Memorial Day and Labor Day. So it's it's started. It's happening right now, and you can do that. Uh, and I actually didn't make mention of this in my notes at all, but they actually do have some new uh, photo pass opportunities in the parks. Like they have like new videos. Did you see these at all? Like which ones? So, for instance, there's there's this one photo pass opportunity now where you're standing in the hub, in the uh, of course Magic Kingdom, and you're standing in the hub, and it's a video. But what it is, someone's like I guess it, like on a rooftop somewhere, and the video is zoomed into you really closely, and then the video expands out, showing the entire Magic Kingdom. Uh, yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, so there's that photo pass opportunity, and then it like zooms back in, so it shows like 
your location in the park. It's it's kind of cool. And then they have, I believe, a tangled one and then a frozen one, if I remember. So they're like, they're photos, but in like video form. Like they have these like cool animations behind them. Huh. Um, I didn't put them in my show notes, but that also had come up this past week uh, for, for those photo pass opportunities. So, um, so yeah, if you see a photo pass photographer like in the hub of Magic Kingdom, hey, go up to him and ask him about the new photo pass opportunity so yeah i would love to see that yeah it's pretty cool i'll have to post like uh the the videos one of the videos that um the disney parks blog had put out i'll put that up on the instagram so you guys can check that out um but to kind of continue real quick with the water parks so the photographers will also be capturing photos with characters at the disney h2o glow nights which are happening at the Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. We haven't really talked about this uh, too much on the show. If not, I don't know if we talked about it at all. At least I know I did last year when this was happening. But pretty much this is like another after hours type event, but at Typhoon Lagoon. So this event is happening every Thursday and Saturday from May 30th through August 24th. uh, Except for June 20th. That's the only date it's not happening. So again, every Thursday and Saturday. Uh, the times are from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., but if you have a ticket, of course, you, it begins at you, – you can get into the park at 6 p.m., so it gives you five hours in the water park, which to me is like enough time at a water park. Um, but during the H2O glow nights, the atmosphere transforms into an electric celebration, uh, and there will be, of course, shorter wait times for like the popular slides. There's going to be a DJ-hosted dance party. There's going to be Toy Story-themed experiences, including a character greeting experience with Buzz Lightyear, Woody, and Jesse. Uh, And then there's going to be limited time food and beverage offerings. And then there's going to be a special area called the Wharf, which is just for the adults. So there's going to be entertainment and a bar that'll feature, of course, your favorite alcoholic beverages. So uh, if you're interested in doing this, uh, tickets cost about $59 or they are $59 plus tax, which is honestly not too bad for like an event like this. Like I would totally pay that price to have like a unique experience. Like I've never been to a water park at night. That would be awesome so this one sounds pretty cool i don't know i know you just said you don't like water parks <laughs> so i don't know if you would if do I, this yeah. if i did like water parks this sounds really fun um yeah because you're right you you would never go to a water park at night so it's gonna be it's gotta be a whole new experience and swimming at night is always fun so i don't know it sounds cool well, that's the thing i used to love night swimming with my friends and that's like yeah. what we did like growing up we like we didn't have any money my one friend had a pool so like every summer we would just hang out at his house at night and swim until like two in the morning. So, uh, it's, yeah, no, I would really, I would really love to do this. This sounds a lot of fun. So I do, I do find it really funny and I guess it's because Toy Story 4 is coming out, but I just, I don't see Buzz, Woody and Jesse fitting in at a water park. So I feel like those kind of experience, those characters are a little odd to have at a water park, but I realize it's, you know, Toy Story 4 is coming out um, during that time. So it makes sense, but uh, I wonder if they're going to be in any different kind of costume. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious. Yeah, Yeah, I'm very curious to see like what they're going to be wearing. But um, yeah, yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, no. So kind of speaking of like Toy Story 4 and characters, did you did you see the new Bo Peep that is coming to the parks? <laughs> I did. Um, it's kind of hard to miss it. It's, I feel like she's been going around. Um, she she looks a little funny. You know. I don't know if funny yeah. is the right word. I think, uh, I think creepy is the right <laughs> word. 
Well, yeah, I, I agree. But here's... I don't think this is a helpful point, but here's my point. Jesse is also incredibly creepy looking. Um, so I think Bo Peep looks better than Jesse, at least. Um, but it's interesting for... If you guys haven't seen it, um, then she's... She's kind of a mix between a real cast member actress and a, a mask character. Um, so it, it's very different. And I think that's what's sure creeping why... me out the most is that it's a human yeah. with a mask on, like in this creepy mask. Like I can't. I, there, but there, you know, there used to be a movie. I know, but for some reason they don't look like humans. I think it's because <laughs> I think it's because their arms and legs are completely covered, whereas Bo Peep she has this costume on where it's like showing her arms. I mean, the arms are covered in like um, some kind of um, cloth or whatever it is, but it, mm-hmm. it, it looks like her arms, and it's simulating that she's a human. I think that's what's like kind of weirding me out the most about <laughs> it. Um, there's just there used to there was this movie called Valentine. It came out in like 2001 or two, and it it's a slasher horror movie that features like Cupid's mask, and I can't get that image out of my mind. <laughs> and that's where I, like it to me when I saw this, I'm like that is that is weird. Like I I'm not about this character right now. I think it's I, and I'm not the only one out there that thinks so. I've seen it. People are just very weirded out by this character. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I was kind of saying I, I haven't been posting much on social media, but I posted the photo of her to see what other people <laughs> thought. It has honestly been one of the most commented posts I've had in a long time. People are <laughs> people are agreeing with me. Yeah, it's whew, I don't know. I would not want to meet her, but that's just no. my opinion. I don't know. I still would, but... <laughs> does it is very interesting and i mean i get that they want to make her look like you know how she looks in toy story 4 just from the previews but she looks so, yeah she looks so funny yeah those how the arms are killing me the human <laughs> the human i'm just looking at the photo now and i feel like she's just staring through me i can't i can't okay uh all right anyways but yeah oh, let's God. move on but yes yeah. oh god i can't look at her anymore Ugh. but <laughs> all right so for the last uh, news story we have today, and then I'm going to kind of give my thoughts on Aladdin real quick before we get out of here. But So for the last news story, Disney had put out an, a, a blog article about um, Epcot and the, the transformation that's happening. So Disney kind of teased this past week that more changes are coming to Epcot and that announcements will be made at the D23 Expo in August over in Anaheim. So like we know that like the Play Pavilion is coming in 2021. Uh, right now the uh, the the entrance is co- being completely redone. Like there's they're taking down those monoliths that had like the. I forget what those images are called, but like if you if you bought like an image when you're a lot younger, they had them on those monoliths coming. It went like when you enter the the Epcot, like those are just being uh, removed, and those images are going to be at like the front of the park or the the entrance, the uh, before the entrance, I guess near the parking lot around there. But um, so yeah, so in quotes, Disney had said in this article that at the expo, we'll share more about what's coming to the core of the park on the opposite side of Spaceship Earth, uh, meaning, or so new areas will be flanking the iconic attraction, and we can't wait to share the details with you. So pretty much they're talking about the, um, <clears throat> Future World East and West, so they were talking about behind Spaceship Earth on both sides, and of course that's Future World. So 
Uh, we know right now that the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster is happening. That is being built right now. Uh, again, the Play Pavilion, as well as the new Space Rush restaurant, is coming. So that kind of means like, like, what does that mean for the Land Pavilion, the Sea Pavilion, as well as the Imagination Pavilion? Uh, and there was a, a rumor this past week that the Land and Sea Pavilion are going away for something new, uh, but Disney. Disney in this article made it sound like they're they're not going away. Um, so another quote from the article was that with new experience like the previously announced play-themed pavilion joining these Epcot staples, don't you think we need some new icons to match? More will be revealed at the expo. So they've released these like brand new icons for the land, sea, and imagination pavilion. So I... If they've released these new icons, I can't imagine them going away. So I don't know where this this, this rumor came from. This this one big popular Disney news website. Uh, I don't know how much I really believe it, but there's just big changes still coming to Epcot. So, um, uh, Katie, did you hear about the the rumors at all this past week? Yes, I did, and I like everything I did to read the article because if you take away the land and the sea pavilion I mean you're taking away I mean that entire side right I can't remember if it's east or west but directions are hard but and I, I just, can't remember I, either <laughs> I was just blown away and was, I was reading through it and everyone was posting about it and I just kept thinking no 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 this is this can't be real I even reached out to you immediately because you know all of the Disney news I'm like please tell me this is not real <laughs> yeah um, but it's good that it sounds like they're not getting rid of him. And really, you can't. I mean, they're too, I don't know. They're too big, especially the land. I understand people don't really go in there except for Soren. No one really rides living with the land. I mean, they do have the big quick service um, restaurant down there, which is actually really good. But I don't think anyone ever really goes there because no one heads over into that area except for Soren, right? But yeah. then for the seas, I... The seas is huge. I love the seas. The huge aquarium. You have the Nemo ride. You have Turtle Talk with Crush. Like, I feel like that's always a really busy area. And, I mean, not super busy, but I feel like there's always people walking around and riding those rides and seeing the Turtle Talk show. And I don't know. I, I cannot imagine Epcot without those. And they do need updating. They for sure definitely need updating. Um but to take them away completely would just, I don't know. That just doesn't make sense. It's a huge staple of Ep what Epcot is. But I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I know I completely agree with you. I think they need updating. I don't think they need to go away at all. I remember I've given my thoughts on like what should be done about the land pavilion. I think it totally needs to be revamped. The queue for Soren is, oh, it's atrocious. It's so bad. <laughs> it's such a terrible queue. Like, I just, I want to die every time I'm inside of it. It's just, I feel like it, I don't know, it's terrible. I'm not going to get into it, but. But they even. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Also, they even have the game that you can play, though. How is it that bad? Yeah, when it's, to be fair, when I it's never working. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So, I don't wait and stand by, so I can't, I can't really speak on it. Yeah, I, I, well, I think usually because Soren, what I usually do is test track with, because of the tiers. Test track usually always has the longer line. So I always get my fast pass for Test Track, and then I usually wait in line for Soren. But I'm kind of yeah. over Test Track now, and Soren's my favorite ride anyway, or one of my the my more of a favorite ride, I should say. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna get fast passes for that from now on, anyways. But 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think they're going to be going away, especially from this news article. It just sounds they've really made it sound like it's not going away. So um, I don't know. I'm excited for Epcot. It's again, it's transforming. They're trying to get it ready for the the 50th anniversary uh, of D- Walt Disney World. So they're just trying to get that all ready to go. Um, but yeah, super exciting, and we'll see what happens at D23. I wish I could go. I, I need to go at some point. So. Uh, mm-hmm. D23 is, is is always a good time but but yeah any any last thoughts on that otherwise that's it for the news today yeah no not really I'm I like you said I'm excited for all of the new, new things coming to Epcot I've got my favorite park probably so it's it, I think it, it definitely has needed a facelift and I'm, I'm glad that there's new things coming because it hasn't really been touched in a long 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 time like there haven't really been any updates to it um, so yeah should be cool yeah cool sounds good uh, so, yeah, before we get out of here today, I just want to give some quick thoughts on the new Aladdin movie that came out. I'm not going to do, like, a full review, but uh, Katie, did you did you happen to see Aladdin or no? No, I haven't had time to see it yet. It's killing me. Okay. <laughs> I want to see it so bad. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people really are enjoying this one, um, and I kind of had, like, mixed feelings on it, so I'm not going to go into any spoiler territory, but I'll give, like, my quick thoughts, like... To me, the new Aladdin movie, like Aladdin, growing up, Aladdin was one of my favorite animated movies. I watched it all the time as a kid. I had pretty much every clamshell VHS Disney film you could imagine growing up, and Aladdin was the one that we, we kind of watched most of the time. Um, so I was really excited for this, but I'm, I was always hesitant because it was directed by Guy Ritchie, who is like a very hit and miss director. He'll either have like a really great movie or like. His movies are just like not that great, um, and to me, my like right now, my favorite live-action remakes are Cinderella. I, I love the new Cinderella, and then the the Jungle Book, if you can call that live-action. It's but it's I love the Jungle Book uh, Jungle Book remake, um, but this one was kind of just like it was fine. Like there were a lot of great moments about it. Like some of the musical set pieces were phenomenal, amazing. Some of them, like, not so great. Um, and it, it's, it's kind of funny because one of the biggest things that people were upset about was when Will Smith was casted as the genie. Now, when, when he was casted as the genie, do you, do you remember what your thoughts were? Like, how did you feel about that? Yeah, I was a bit confused because I couldn't really see it. Um, yeah, I was just like, I was kind of apprehensive. I'll say that. I was apprehensive. So I, I didn't know how he would fit into that role. Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, you can't compare, like, him with, like, Robin Williams, because Robin Williams, he's always going to be the genie, so uh, right. I think people were just taking to social media and just complaining about that, but to me, I was like, all right, I'll give Will Smith a chance, I love him, we'll see how, how he does, uh, and honestly, he was the best part of the movie, he was, really? he, yeah, he was fantastic, he was great, I thought the, the actor and actress uh, that played Aladdin and Jasmine were they were fine again they were pretty good uh i think naomi scott played jasmine and i'm blanking on the name for aladdin my apologies uh and then i thought jafar was not great either like he was okay like it wasn't his acting skills i just don't think they gave his character enough motivation to be bad i guess like why he was doing the things he wanted to do but Overall, I mean, the, the visual effects were fantastic. They did a, they really knocked it out of the park. Uh, really some great action sequences. Some of the new stuff that they added to the movie, I didn't 
I didn't like some of them I did I, again I'm not trying to like give a lot of detail here I just wanted to give my quick thoughts on it but um, yeah overall it was a decent movie it was it had a lot of great things in it but also like not so great so but I'm yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it Hopefully yeah. I get to see it very soon, but maybe maybe next weekend or maybe sometime this week. I don't know. Yeah, I'm no. trying to get out there, but I don't know. <laughs> I've, let, I've listened to the music a lot. I love I love Jasmine's song, um, her new song. I oh, love Speechless? It. Speechless, yes. Oh, my gosh. I've listened to it probably 16,000 times already. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the music is really good. Um, all of the photos I've seen, it, it, it looks very visually appealing. So. And yeah. I'm glad Will Smith did, that is doing better than um, expected. So I, because I know I, I definitely had very low expectations because just Will Smith is so hit or miss for me. Um, so I'm glad I'm glad to see that he came through because I think the issue everyone had was that you're right. Everyone compares the genie to Robin Williams because he, that's exactly it. Um, but you you're never going to be able to fill those shoes right so i think once i separated robin williams from the genie i think then i started to accept will smith more no yep totally yeah so he um he, he was great again I'm, I'm kind of like i feel like i'm in the minority i feel like a lot of people that i i've talked to personal friends of mine they loved it they really enjoyed it people don't understand why i don't like it and i'm just like hey just my opinion so yeah uh yeah i've heard a lot of people loving it though so but I figured I'd give my, my quick Aladdin thoughts uh, because these live action remakes are just such a big thing now with Disney. We have Lion King coming later this year, by, directed by John Favreau, who also did The Jungle Book. So I'm just so excited for that. Uh, really pumped about it. But, um, but yeah, that is it for the news today. There are no listener questions that we're going to go over today just for the sake of time because we're already running pretty long. But... That's going to wrap it up for us today. Katie, where can we find you? You guys can find me over at uh, Magically Mootsy on Instagram. And then if you ever want to email me, you can email me at katie at accesspresspodcast.com. Uh, I don't know why I was just blanking there. I forget my name sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> Magically, Magically Mootsy on Instagram is where you can find me. Perfect. Sounds good. And yeah, guys, uh, make sure you're subscribing to the podcast if you're not doing so already. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, leave a review. It'll really help out the show. You can also visit, visit us at accesspresspodcast.com. Uh, and for the first time ever, you're, you are able to support the podcast. So, uh, I've mentioned it plenty of times before. We have a shop that is now available. We have the first ever Excess Press t-shirt up there. The um, quantities are very limited, so try to get a hands on your uh, your hands on one if you can. Uh, and then uh, free shipping on all items, so you don't have to worry about that at all. And all the money that is earned goes directly back into the show. It'll go towards like the hosting costs and possibly more merchandise in the future, which I would love to do. So check that out at accesspresspodcast.com slash shop. You can also follow me on social media over on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at accesspresspodcast. And if you want to be on a future episode of the show, if you were a previous cast member that worked at the Disney parks and you would like to be interviewed, uh, reach out. You can do that, and we'd love to get you up on a future episode of the show. You can shoot me an email over at matt at accesspresspodcast.com, or you can send me a direct message through any social media platform. 
and then, yeah, I would love to also hear from you guys. So if you want to send in a voice message, we'd love to get you on the show. Uh, make it about like a minute long. You can you can do that by using the voice memo app or voice recorder app on your phone, and you can email over. Uh, you can email that over to us. But uh, but yeah, so thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt and Katie from the Access Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.